This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to Those Are The Girls. This is a repurposed episode from Mal's podcast, Make It Known With Mal, with everyone's favorite pro-life clothing and jewelry store, Culture of Life. Really hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to Make It Known with Mal. I'm your host Mal and today we have another lovely guest um, and I'm just super excited uh, for you guys to hear from her and she's going to talk about um, her business and about an issue you guys know, pro-life issues are very important to me and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Anyway, without further ado, can you please introduce yourself and why I have asked you to be on? I would love to, Mal, and I should be calling you Mal and not Mallory. It, whatever makes you comfortable. I do go by okay. Mal a lot, though. So, <laughs> Well, if all your friends call you Mal, then I'm going to be calling you Mal. Okay. So I'm Carla Didesi. I am one of the co-founders and chief designer for a company called CLL 1972. Stands for Culture of Life 1972. My daughters are also the co-founders with me. They are also the um, creative directors um, doing a lot of the HR. But what we identified back in like 2017, 2018, is that a lot of our favorite brands like Gap, Banana Republic, Converse, um, Old Navy, loved Kate Spade. Um, we love all the bows that Kate Spade had. That's why you see we have a lot of bows in it's our personal cute. collection. Super <laughs> cute, right? Yeah. I know this is in your car. You're going to yes. be wearing it next time. Yes, I will. <laughs> so um, it deeply saddened us and grieved us that over 70 fashion brands that are household names very proudly give back to Planned Parenthood. And in fact, in 2017, Mal, they actually at Fashion Week in 2017, Fashion Week in New York City, were handing out purple, adorable little buttons that said fashion stands with Planned Parenthood. And so- oh, wow. I did not know yes. that. So it's no secret that the fashion world is in bed with the abortion industry. Mm-hmm. And this deeply, deeply saddened us because our family is one that hates- giving money to a brand, whether it's Starbucks coffee um, or whether it's a clothing brand that gives back to something that goes against our core principles. And so our family has always been very pro-life. 
um, basically because my grandparents were and my parents were like, we were one of those families that were praying outside of the Planned Parenthood Clinic in Philadelphia back in like the 70s and 80s. I was at oh, my nice. grandmother's knee, my parents' knee. Yes, at 12th and uh, Locust in Philly. So it's really a part of our heritage. It's a part of our blood. Um, and so we kind of thought and prayed about, you know, we feel like everybody's doing their part and praying outside of Planned Parenthood. And we're all marching, right, in January, March for Life. And um, we are all praying and voting in pro-life leaders, totally vital, especially as we're moving into November, yes. to do the research on whom you're voting for, because it's really important that you are voting for a president that is our most, you know, is very pro-life. And, and I'm just going to give a plug that... Uh, Trump is our pro most pro-life president ever. Yeah. So um, he is, hands down he is. So um, he's the only president that's ever showed up to our uh, march, which he did this last uh, 2020. But so we said, what more can we do? And we saw Hollywood and the fashion industry glamorizing abortion. And we say that they're glamorizing a culture of death. Mm. So we thought about how do we counter that? So first we went to see if there's a fashion brand that already does anything that promotes life, all life from the moment of conception. And surprisingly, there was not one that existed. So we said to ourselves, you know, let's launch it. Let's do this. Let's do the research. Let's identify. And we came up with the numbers that there were 18 million Gen Zs and millennials that identify as being pro-life. Wow, well, that's really encouraging. Yeah, that's where super encouraging. They? Had no idea. Um, they, I, I don't see them often, but that's good to know. <laughs> we are here. How do we bring everyone together for our life tribe? So if any of you follow our social media at COL1972 official, you'll know that we are always crying out and screaming and styling our life tribe. That's who we are. We have a national life tribe, an international life tribe now. And really why we launched Culture of Life 1972 was to be very winsome to the culture of death. And we wanted to create a fashion brand that promoted all life. So you'll see a lot of our messaging is life is amazing. Life is always in style, fashion for life, um, babe supporting babes, which is a play on words. Thank you, Mel. So babe supporting babies, you know, like once upon a time, they use babes as the word babies. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see that all of our messaging is not confrontational. We want to use this fashion brand to keep the window wide open. We do not want to offend anyone with our little leopard dresses or our little red cheetah pants or our bathing suits or, you know, our one and two pieces. We want people to come up to you and say, oh, what's 1972 mean? I was born in that year. or I graduated college in that year. And it gives you an opportunity to say, oh, the year 1972 actually honors all life, or it was the final year that we enjoyed a culture of life in the in um, the United States of America. And sometimes you'll have opportunity to share a little bit more. We try to teach our life tribe, let's not be preachy. Let's just dangle pieces of information in front of people that are asking us. And I will tell you, Mallory, that I've been wearing, I wear my 1972 necklace every day. I always have a COL t-shirt on or you know, my white crisp button down that just says 1972 on it. And I have opportunity to speak about it almost every day. And I think that it's a brand that because we pray over it and because we pray over every package that gets I sent out that. to our life tribe. Oh, I love that. 
all of our clothing, um, as exciting as it sounds and as crazy as it sounds to some of your listeners, that your clothing are, are prayed over. This is a ministry. This is a brand on a mission. Ooh, you that. are going to have opportunity to share in a really winsome, flavorful way. And every person that I shared with, they get quiet and they're like, you're talking about abortion, aren't you? Or I'm pro-life also, you know, they'll talk in hushed tones or, you know, where can I pick something up or where can I go to the website to find out what's happening? And sometimes we'll even have opportunity to say, you know, in 1973, the Supreme Court ruled that our tiniest Americans did not have the right to life. And since that time, 60 million Americans have been denied the right to life. And people are always shocked yeah. and horrified because I don't think they realize the number is so large. One third this of this indeed, generation. One third. Yes. And I believe that's why your generation is so hardcore about winning for life. Mm-hmm. Because you look around and you're missing a third of your population. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we don't stop this Holocaust, is it going to be a half? of the generations in the next, you know, um, in in the next generation. And, and to think that, you know, that there's Mallory's out there that you're doing so much good for the world. But if there were two, three, four other Mallory's just like you that have been aborted. Mm. So we try to think about all the engineers, school teachers, moms, dads, politicians. We don't need any more politicians. I know what you're thinking, but <laughs> but this is why we launched Culture of Life 1972. It is a tiny brand on a very big mission. We just launched in 2019 in January for Sanctity of Life Month. We did launch Culture of Life 1972 Foundation, which is a 501c3, because you know, Mallory, you've been following us from the beginning. We give 100% back of our profits to the foundation which then gives back to organizations like um, March for Life. You know that Abby Johnson is our global ambassador. Yes, We give back to, and then there were none. And then we give back to quite a few local crisis pregnancy centers. And then of course, we are always happy if anybody's listening. And if you're a part of a foster care organization or adoption or crisis pregnancy center, um, we are more than happy to give you items that you can donate for your live auction, silent auction giveaways that you're doing. Ooh, so we good. do that all the time. Um, we'll send you like a, a $100 gift card or a $100 bag. So we are very serious about changing pop culture, right? Because yes. this is really pop culture. It's yes. I was going to say that this is all a culture thing. Like we can change the laws and I think we definitely should, but a lot of it is rooted in our people's hearts. We have to figure out a way to make people value life. So they won't even, even if their law is there, they won't even think about it. That is our like, yeah, it's a culture thing. A hundred percent. That's exactly correct. And that's something that we do say often, like you could change all of the laws, but if you're not changing people's hearts to understand that it is a life, a child from Mm -hmm. the moment of conception, then there's going to be back alley abortions. They're going to be going, there's always going to be these docs that are breaking the rules and doing things like in there. So we must change the conscience of our nation to understand because then Planned Parenthoods are going to be shut down everywhere because people are just not walking up there and they're not going to want to work in those, you know, culture of death places. Yeah. I like how you're saying, oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No. So I was just going to say that, you know, I think that pop culture is something that the culture of life has kind of taken a back seat to. 
mm-hmm. um, again, we are doing all of our policy. You know, all the organizations, I don't need to name them, that are doing great marches and they're doing a ton of research and they have great, we used to wear all of the t-shirts and sometimes we still do that says pro-life generation, but that never opened up one conversation. You know, it was almost like people like wanted to run the other direction when yeah. we saw pro-life generation. <laughs> And we love those shirts and there's a time and place for those shirts. And I'm not knocking that at all. I think that we need to be bold and say who we are, but I'll tell you what, there's something about just opening up conversation in a very civilized way over 1972 that I think has been very, very productive during this time when people are very combative. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love, um, the soft, quote unquote, softness of that, of the, I mean, and it's really cute clothes. Like even like the shirt, I hope everybody can see if you're watching on mm-hmm. YouTube, if you're just listening, I'm wearing a shirt that says babes before babes. It's really cute. It's pink. Um, y'all know pink's my color. Um, but this is so like easy. Someone asked me about, oh, I got it from COL. 1972 and then uh, like you said like you just start a conversation and this is just so simple and it's uh and it's cute too like that's the other thing too not saying that other things aren't cute but and like the dress you're wearing oh adorable like the first time I saw that I was like oh that is just the best it's in my cart I was telling her earlier it is in my cart I'm just waiting for my next paycheck um and it's just so cute and um another thing I want to talk about kind of backtracking you said this at the beginning and not necessarily talk about but just like comment on is you saw a problem and you went to solve it and I think that's so important so people listening like if you see a problem another thing that people have really been waking up to is a lot of human trafficking things Mm -hmm. so if you see a problem and you feel a call on your heart to do it just do it. And I say that I've said this in so many other um, podcast episodes. And I say this to my friends all the time. Like, if you want to do something, just do it. Like, don't be so concerned about like, oh, is it going to be perfect? Or this, this and that, like, just do it. Um, And that's great that you saw a problem and you said you were going to fix it. And we really do need different things like this in the culture. I've had a conversation with another one of my friends about how we need more um, entertainment, more clothing Mm -hmm. brands, more podcasts, more just more things that are in the culture that are more Christian conservative leaning Mm -hmm. because a lot of the stuff that is out there isn't really, and you know, no judgments, I guess, to those who are into the other stuff, but we want some stuff too. And we also, it's all part of the culture. Like, and I mean, um, turning points has that a lot too. And like Mm -hmm. politics and everything, they talk about how you have to change the culture and we are in a culture war, quote unquote war right now. And I just, I love that. I love this organization. I love all the clothes are so cute. Like, oh, this is so great. (laughs) Thank you. I want everyone to sign up for our newsletter at col1972.com if I can say that because we have flash sales weekly. We have new product being delivered weekly. And then usually we'll tell you some content, like what's happening. Like for example, we just mentioned about four weeks ago that Alex Clark of Poplitex is our newest global ambassador. And we just adore her. She is a firecracker for truth and life. And she is bold and brilliant. And just like yourself, Mallory, we're just bringing together all of these women, all different ages that want to make a difference in the culture. And we are not afraid to do that. And we do it in a very winsome, happy, victorious way. And honestly, I don't even like to talk about the other side. It's like, I just want them to go away. I want our (laughs) light. I want our light to be so bright 
they, you know, they are just fleeing. The darkness is just fleeing. Yes. And, oh, I love it. Yeah. You know, they are just running away from us and it is going to happen. It has to happen, Mallory, because the darkness has been so um, grave for so many years. And this is really our moment to shine our light so brightly. And you can um, attest to this that all of our little lights are coming together yes to join one burning you know forest and people are joining in with us every day to say you know what we don't want to be a part of crazy town the culture of death we are now the generation of science and biology and mm -hmm. we understand those 40 ultrasounds that that is you know a child in the womb from the moment of conception and we would like to defend that we want to defend that future teacher that's in the womb that future researcher that future child that's going to cure cancer or diabetes or rheumatoid arthritis i mean when we are a part of the culture of death we are actually retarding progress. We are thwarting progress. Yes, yes. Might we have killed the person that can abolish world poverty? Might we have killed the child that can help abolish, you know, um, or, or help, help bring about world peace? 60 million yeah. lives. Potential. Potential has been snuffed out. And you know, as well as I do, because I know that you study this, that adoption is a great option. Yes. We are not saying that you have to carry this child for nine months and then we're not going to be there with you after that. There are, I believe, the last statistic that I saw, three million people today waiting in the United States of America to adopt a child. Oh, wow. That That's you would beautiful. be a gift. You would be giving a gift to a family that has been praying for your child. So um, we believe that women and men are strong enough to choose life 100% of the time. The other side, you know, thinks that we're too weak, that we are victims, that mm -hmm. we can't handle having a career and a child, that we cannot handle the surprise of having a child when we're, you know, 15, 16, 20. And the fact is, is that women are strong. Women are very, very strong. Yes. And they can choose life for their child. We are selfless and we can do that. We want to be generous. We want to give up nine months of our lives. We live to be 80 years old. Let's say we just live to be 70 years old. Nine months is 1% of our lives that we can give to, an, uh, to a child and then give that child up to a, a, a happy family that is waiting for that child. So, and it's interesting that you talked about sex trafficking a little bit because one of the arguments that you've probably heard a lot of is that some people, and it's a false argument, it's a false narrative, say that we who are a part of the culture of life care about in the womb, but we don't care for that children once they're outside of the womb. And nothing, of course, could be further from the truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I know in my family, personally extended family, there's lots of adopted children, all different races and ethnicities. And um, we are absolutely colorblind in my family. Um, because of all of the beautiful children that have been adopted into our extended family. And um, there's so many families just like mine and, and families that are adopting children that some deem less than perfect, um, whether they have Down syndrome or whether they, um, you know, don't have all the limbs that people say they're supposed to have that are living very blessed, happy, 
fruitful lives, um, it, it's just a gift when we choose life. And, and I want your listeners to hear me say that it's a gift that extends through generations. You know, if you choose death, you're choosing that today, but that's going to be a generational thing that happens. So why don't y'all choose life? You're going to be blessed for generations when you make that choice. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was really good. And um, to your point as well about um, the false narrative, honestly, the people that I know that are pro-life are some of the people who are work at pregnancy resource centers. They're volunteering a lot. That's just something I think people say because they don't have any other argument, but it could not be further from the truth. And there's so many different ways you can be pro-life, even if you are not able to adopt right now, even Mm -hmm. if you might not even have a bunch of money, but you have time, you can volunteer. And if you do have money, there's tons of pregnancy resource centers. They need your, they need money. So like Mm -hmm. just find your local one, write a check, Mm -hmm. help out anyway. There's so many ways um, you can do it. And that is um, probably, I hate that argument the most because I just, I don't even understand where it comes from. Like I I personally don't see it. People that Mm -hmm. I know that are pro-life are volunteering. They're doing so many things. And yeah. Yeah, we um we partnered with Yako Boyens recently. He's also awesome. a part of Turning Point USA, and he yes, does sex yes. trafficking. And the reason yeah, that we yeah. partnered is because we said, you know what, we do defend children in the womb, but once they're out, we also defend them. And yes. so we have partnered with him. So you know, we're oh, giving back that. to his organization also. Um, but yes, we also started doing something really outside of the box because we like to do that. We started something called Bingo for Life. Have you seen any of our advertisements about this? I think so. I think I did like a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, sure. So we partnered with Human Defense Initiative for one, and we um, partnered with um, a local crisis pregnancy center called, um, I'm going to remember their name so you can go and check them out, Um something at the shores, guardians at the shores. They're down at Jersey beach, Jersey beach. So this is South Jersey. And anyway, we do bingo with them. Zoom bingo. Since everybody's stuck inside for COVID, they were having issues because they had to cancel all their galas, all their fundraisers. Yeah. Giving down. So they partnered with us and we would do zoom bingo. People sign up. They pay X amount of dollars for a bingo card. All that money goes right back to Human Defense Initiative or your local crisis, whoever's partnering with us. And then we donate $800 in prizes. It's only an hour and a half. It is so much fun. It is such a blast. So that's another thing that we might, yeah, if you sign up for our newsletter, we blast that information out. Like usually we do one or two of them every month. That's a fun way. It's 25 bucks. You get two bingo cards. And you know, with $800 in prizes, everybody wins something, you know what I mean? We have a big blackout at the end and it's just so fun. And so again, culture of life is fun. You guys don't ever let anybody tell you that we are not the fun crowd culture of death. I want you to ask them that is not fun. It is not glamorous. It is not pretty. Okay. They can say that they're pro choice all they want. That's a false narrative too, as Mm -hmm. you know, because there's no choice happening there. It's pro abortion period. Yeah. They're not choosing adoption. They're not choosing open-ended adoption. They're not choosing foster care. They're not choosing abstinence until you get married. They're just choosing abortion. Yeah. So it's not pro-choice. We're actually pro-choice. Our side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's so, 
I mean, that's another point too. There's so many options. And I think people also, some people don't even realize that. I think because of the culture, which is why I'm so, this also, I just had another thought about the culture thing. This is why things like this are so important. And like your brand is so important. And all these other organizations is because in the culture, you don't really hear too much about other options and they push Planned Parenthood a lot. And it, I was watching this show. I don't watch it anymore. Um, Cause it just, it really infuriated me. It's called the bolt type, I think. And it's on ABC family. And it's about like three girls that just graduate college and they're in New York. And, you know, obviously it's a little bit, there's a little things inappropriate in it, but I was like, Oh, I'll just ignore that. But then there was a scene where one of the girls was talking about how she went to a pregnancy resource center and how they were so terrible to her and they lied to her and they were just saying all these things. And then how Planned Parenthood saved her from this, this and that. And it just like, it broke my heart because there's people who don't know, like there's still people yeah. out there who don't know about pregnancy resource centers and they're in, in the culture. Planned Parenthood is this big, amazing organization that just saves people. That's all they do. They just try to help people. And those mean Christians, they just don't want you to have your health insurance. They don't want you. And it's, I mean, I was just talking to another one of my friends. It's a lie. It's a lie. There are, there are other free clinics that do not perform abortion that you can go to. There are other ones. And, um, and Planned Parenthood, their number one thing that they do is abortions. Number one thing. Yeah. One thing. Absolutely. So it's just changing the culture back to that. And I feel like we've said that like three three or four times already, but like, that's so important. Changing the culture is how we can win this, how we can get people to change their hearts, how we can make a difference. It's just changing that culture. Am I getting darker on you? Do I need to like put my blind up a little bit more? No, you still look good. I think I've gotten darker, but I, no, you still look good. Oh, okay. Okay. But I will absolutely put my blind up (laughs) if you can't see me anymore, you know? Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, so the next question is, um, well, I was going to ask why is supporting life important, but you said mm-hmm. that already. Um, okay. So advice on starting a business. So yeah. someone else has an idea to help pro-life, to help with human trafficking, to help with um, clean water to Ethiopia or something like that. What is some advice to start a business specifically that you want to have a message? Yes. So I think that firstly, you need to identify, are there 2000 other sex trafficking ministries that are doing the same thing that you are doing. Okay. What we quickly identified when we did just real quick research is that there was not one fashion brand out there that was giving money back to the pro-life movement. Um, And in fact, there wasn't a fashion brand out there that was just giving back to even family values. Okay. So, so let y'all hear me right now. There's enough space in this arena for you to start a fashion brand. Yeah. Um, and you know, cause, cause I'm all about welcoming and linking arms. You know what I mean? The other thing that I would identify is, um, do you have the time and energy to start this nonprofit or this business? or this business and nonprofit like we did. Don't let anyone tell you that, oh, it's just going to cost, it's just going to be 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week. Um, I, since its inception, probably give COL 1972, I eat and sleep it, you know, but I (laughs) I probably give it, you know, 70 hours a week. Oh, wow. You know, I'm working and doing stuff for it six days a week. I sincerely do on Sundays, try not to check anything. I really do try to take 
Sunday completely off because yeah. I'm one of those people that really believes that God blesses. I'm a Chick-fil-A girl, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you give, you know, you work for those six days and you give that seventh day, whenever that seventh day is, some people it's Saturday, but you know, for me, it's Sunday. I really rest and I really just give that to God. My other six days are very productive. And, um, but I love doing COL stuff. Make sure that whatever you choose to do, you love doing it so that it's not work for you. It's not cumbersome for you. So I always loved fashion. It was not my major in college, believe it or not. I have a <laughs> master's degree in occupational therapy. Oh, wow. You switched so, careers. <laughs> I did. And then I was a homeschool mom for many, oh, many wow. years. And I mainstream the kids when they get into high school. So the reason that I share that piece with you is because don't think that you can't switch directions. Mm, Um, We saw a need, we did the research, and fashion is something that I love. And we felt very called that we couldn't shop at these other places anymore because they were giving money that went against our core principles, went against our family principles. And so um, we started COL 1972. So we are now... 21 months young. And I'm still like, the other thing that I love about what we are doing, my daughters help me also. Victoria probably puts 20 hours in a week. Um, Isabella and Julia probably put about 10 hours in a week. Um, We just recently were able to hire two other fabulous women who have great stories about choosing life, which is so amazing because when you pray over something, when God lays something on your heart and you pray about it every day, all day long, you know, we're prayer warriors in our house. That's the first thing I want to tell you. Everybody should be praying more. And if, yeah. if you're praying X amount of hours a day, bump it up right now. Yeah, like, no, I agree completely. <laughs> you know what Billy Graham said? Somebody asked him the question, you know, what do you, at the end of your life, what do you wish that you could have done more of? And this was coming from a guy that already prays four hours every morning, you know, from four o'clock until eight o'clock every day. And he said, I wish I had prayed more. And that's always resonated with me. Like, wow, this guy's praying four hours a day. And he's saying that he wished he had prayed more because there's power in prayer, you guys. It Amen. is our greatest weapon. And currently, whether you're talking about the issue of life, that's a spiritual battle. Any way you look at it, yes, this is demonic. Anybody that um, we know that the devil is the author of lies. He is the author of confusion. That's biblical. When you look at the pro-abortion movement, when you look at Planned Parenthood, when you look at Hollywood, they are just confused and they mm-hmm. are chaotic and they are destructive. So... Um, but our God is a God of light and truth and organization and laws. So pray, pray, pray over whatever you feel God is leading you to do. And um, so we put a lot of time into COL. And just recently, we were able to hire two girls to help us um, an additional 10 hours a week. Um, the one girl's doing our whole affiliate program. We just started an affiliate program. Um, Yes. So you can sign up for that. I get 10% back. I can't believe you're not an affiliate. I can't believe I'm not either. I feel like I knew that, but I just had you were an affiliate. I'm I'm not. I'm shocked too. I like, I feel like I knew it. Maybe I started the application. I didn't finish it. Yeah. But oh, I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah. 30 seconds. 
Okay. So if you go to col1972.com, drop down affiliate program, click on that. I think we ask you like four questions. Okay. I'm going to do it tonight. (laughs) Yeah. We give you a code, your very own code. You put that on your podcast, Instagram page, Facebook page. And every time you post about us or even in your profile page, shop um, Mallory's link, or we'll give you a private link. that's like Mallory 10% or whatever, free shipping. I forget what it is because Amanda is now our director of affiliates. So she knows everything about this. But I know that you get 40% off your first entire order because we want you to have products that you can wear that you can say, yeah, go and buy this and use the code. Yes. (laughs) And then we give you 25% off for life on all the collections. Amanda reaches out to you once a week and gives you product information before it hits our website. So you get to shop your sizes and colors before the public gets to see it. So there's a lot of benefits that you have. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I'm doing um, application tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. We have like 230 right now. So God's really blessing that. That's so great. we get excited because like our tribe is getting excited about representing life. Yeah. And it's so exciting. So I, I want to say to your listeners that if God's laying something on your heart, research it, make sure nobody else is doing it, or just make sure that there's room in that market for your idea. And then um, usually you're going to have to, you know, put some of your own money out there. We had to do that. We were yeah. saving for a couple of years. Um, sometimes you can get investors. Um, we didn't want to go that route because we wanted to really keep control of the brand. I was going to say that it's, especially when you're fighting for such a strong um mission it's sometimes it's just better to if you can do it yourself because once you add investors you have to you know please them and same thing with politics yeah yes that's exactly right so um we do a lot of things on a shoestring and that's okay like i do all of our website stuff and i said my daughters are doing all of our um social media stuff um all of our models for col are my daughters or um they happen to go to liberty university um, they're oh, okay. my, my daughter's friends. Okay. <laughs> so, um, love it though. I'm sure they love it too. <laughs> why should we spend money if we don't need to spend money and right. we can give more money to pro-life organizations? You know, why should we? And it's, you're supporting each other. I'm sure those girls love that. Like I would, if yes. my mom's friends said, I'd be, oh yeah, sure. Let yeah. me know. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they're so great. They just yeah. love it to death. So it's been a blast. So that's the advice that I would give to any of your listeners that have a great idea. Pray about it, do your research, and then don't be afraid. Jump in, but do expect that it's going to come with a lot of hard work. They say three to five years to see a business prosper. You have three to five years. Don't let anybody tell you that you're going to make money in the first year or two years or three years or four years or five years, three to five years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that takes perseverance. It takes perseverance and believing in your mission too. You can't forget why you started it. That's right. right. Okay. So two more questions. Well, one question, and then you make a known statement. Um, last question is if, um, you could go back and talk to your 20 year old self or Mm. between 20 and 29, what would you say? 20 and 29. That was a great time for me. I loved it. I met my husband at 25. We got married at 26. We met at church. Everything was great. I was finishing up my master's degree in occupational therapy. Um, So that was a good time for me. Um, I think what I would tell my 20-year-old self (laughs) 
is not to worry so much that God has everything in the palm of his hand and um, don't wait to start a family. I had my first child at 29. Knowing what I know now, I would have gotten pregnant right away when I got married at 29. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I would have got- and my husband agrees with me on that. Like, wow, we, that's good to know. We started a family right away because we kept thinking, oh, we have to save more money. Oh, we have to get more stable. You know what? Like kids don't care about square footage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they just know that mommy and daddy love each other. And you know, that they're, that they're living in a house. Doesn't matter the square footage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think I would... I think I'd, I think I tell my 20 year old self to, to get married younger and start having babies younger. Huh? Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I think that was a problem. <laughs> yeah. You don't hear you that know, much. If, if yeah. You find a man that, or a woman that you love that loves God, that loves Jesus sincerely, you know, and, um, I, I would say, why wait? Yeah. No, I agree. I'm right there with you trying to find that. Well, <laughs> waiting to be found by that person, yeah. but I'm right there with you though. I, I do think younger, um, well, I was, I'm reading this book, um, the defining decade and in the book that we're talking about how, um, it is better statistically to get married after your teens, but after 25, it doesn't necessarily, cause people are like, I have to wait till I'm 30, but after 25, no, it doesn't necessarily don't. mean, yeah, it was saying it, after 25, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be better. It just, it kind of just plateaus. Yeah. Like you can get married in like between 20 and 25 is like the golden time. That's what the book is saying. I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm that's, but that's very interesting. Cause you don't hear that much though, <laughs> especially nowadays people are like, no, I want to be 40 and blah, blah, blah. but no, I'm right there. I'll you. tell you, I have some friends that waited very long to get married and then to start having children. Um, I just had a friend that had a baby at 42 and I'm not knocking that if that's what yeah. The Lord tells you to do, but That's I'll tell you a long time. Yeah. I, <laughs> my daughters are now a lot older and I cannot, like, I loved being like a 29, 30 year old mom, like young and having a ton of energy Yeah, being yeah. able to be awake with them at night if they needed me. And, um, so when I think about like, if I, if I was 25, I would even be younger, you know, like yeah. I'm going to be a young grandma. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm always telling my girls, you know, if you need somebody that loves Jesus and, you know, has the same like-mindedness, you know. Oh, my mom's the same way. My grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> my mom's the what same way. What are you waiting any, for? Right. Yeah. And any nice Christian guy, she knows, I want you, I have a daughter. My mom does that. <laughs> Super embarrassing. I'll be praying for you then too. With my oh wife. yeah, please the do pray, <laughs> pray for me, please. Um, yeah. but yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much. One and last don't question. Don't settle. Don't settle for that girl or that guy. Make yeah. sure it's God's plan for you. Do not settle. Yeah, that's and that's a very good point too. Um, about the not settling because also too that kind of connects back to like if you are pro life, if you're going to, you should be with someone else who is yeah like that if you have values your values should line up that should be like the most important thing yeah if it's important for you that a husband or or a wife prays with your family goes to church with your family absolutely make sure that that is that's a very important um value in in your mate yeah yeah you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, keep me in your prayers. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so um, the last thing is your make it known statement. So if yeah. the entire world was listening to you right now, what is one thing that you think is so important they should know? 
Okay. So I think that I'm going to back my brother, Billy Graham, the late and great Billy Graham. And I think I'm going to say that we need more prayer, personal prayer. I am praying solo in my life daily, Um, praying with my family, praying with my church, praying with my brothers and sisters corporately. We need more prayer in our countries. I mean, do you remember once, you and I don't remember this, we're too young, but once upon a time, this country was founded on days of proclamation of prayer. Yeah. Fasting, proclamation. And our country has gotten away from that. And I sincerely believe that prayer is our greatest, greatest weapon. Not Carla Dessie doing more work, not Carla Dessie posting more, not Carla Dessie leading the charge on this or that, not marching more. I sincerely believe being quiet and praying and listening to God, he will speak to you. We need to listen to what he is telling us to do. He, we are his children. He wants to commune with us. He wants to talk to us. Um, it grieves him when we do not check in with him every day. Um, so I, I think that the, the hashtag is hashtag prayers our greatest weapon. Hashtag pray more. Yeah. Okay. I will put that in the description. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag pray more. Hashtag pray more. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate this. Um, Oh, also tell us a little bit, uh, give us a rundown on social media and stuff like that and how to get on the email list. You said it earlier, but let's just say it all together right now. So our website, if you want to shop is col1972.com col1972.com. We have free shipping on, uh, on um, orders over $75, always and forever, but I'll give you the inside details, the tea, as my girl said, I'm going to give you the tea. I'm going to spill the tea. <laughs> if you yo- use the code Alex, as in Alex Clark, code Alex, you get free shipping on everything all the time. You don't have to have a certain mm, amount in your cart. So plain old Alex. Um, and then please follow us on all of our social media because we love to hear from you. We love to hear your comments, suggestions, what you'd like to see. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And also Parlor. We just went over to Parlor. Ooh, okay. Not, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. Yeah. I'm on there. It's I just C- need to be more active. <laughs> yes, we do too. It's COL1972 official. COL1972 official. And that is also where we show you a ton of our flash sale giveaways. We are into giveaways because again, yeah, are. we are create, creating a buzz for life. Buzz for life. Yeah. So yes, that's where you can find us. Please look us up and tell us what else you'd like to see. Yes, yes. And everyone, I will also leave the links on the um, to everything that she said in the description as well, if you weren't able to write it down. But so yeah, well, once again, thank you so much. This has been great. Um, I really, really appreciate this. You guys, the clothes are so cute. If you're just listening, you can't see what we're wearing, but like we're both wearing things from the store and it's mm-hmm. super cute and it's different styles too. Um, they'll, they'll have something that you like. And also it's a great cause. Like if you just want to do something to support that make great gifts and everything. Like I highly recommend them and follow them on Instagram as well. Um, all right. So everyone, thanks so much for listening and you guys will hear me again next Monday. Bye. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.